You already know we have great taste in everything. Cocky much? Hey, hey, I'm trying to sell things here. Like I was saying, you already know we have great taste in everything. Amazon has noticed too. So they gave us our own store. Our own storefronts, actually. That's the same no, thing. No, no, it's not. I got mine. You got yours. So all of the misfits that love you can shop your favorite things. And the ones that love me, which is the majority. Now who's the cocky one? Huh? What? <laughs> n n nothing. <laughs> Back to my point. All the misfits that love me can shop my favorite thing. So make sure you click the link in the description of this podcast. Or wherever you're listening to it. Are you still talking? Mama got this. Girl, what? Who? who? <laughs> Whatever platform you're on, there should be a link or the words on the screen. Click or type that in. Enjoy, Misfits. All right. Ready. Welcome to the Aka Minority Podcast, episode 200. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Ron Artest, a.k.a. Steven Jackson, a.k.a. Jermaine O'Neal. And with me is that hard hitter out of Jerusalem. You don't want to fuck with her. Lady Godiva. No, if you book. No, I knew kidding. you was gonna Bye. say. I knew you was gonna say that. I was like, I was like, I already set it up. I was like, cause I almost said knuckle you book, but I was like, no, she gonna say knuckle you book, cause I know her too well for this. So yeah, Lady Lady Godiva was in the building. Hey, head busters anonymous. Some of y'all gonna get your head, but yo, y'all better leave these basketball players alone with all this with all this popcorn throwing and spitting on them and all this. What's up with you, motherfuckers? Y'all need to learn to behave. Oof. It wasn't me, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> but I, but I generally do have a question. What's up? Do you think tall people have to deal with the same amount of the same amount of triability that us short people have to go through? I, hmm, I don't think so. But we're not on that side of the fence, so we don't know. So yeah, tall people, tall people. Let me know we're not. People just be trying, y'all. Cause I feel like as a short person, I'm almost all. I'm always almost about to get into a fight. Like it never, like it never <laughs> ceases to, like it never ceases to stop. Like it, like just thinking back, like thinking back on all the two, the 199 episodes of this podcast. It's like every other week, I'm telling y'all about how I almost got into a fight. You mean 200? <laughs> no, I haven't told. See, no, it's 199 because I haven't told y'all on this podcast about the fight I almost got into. Well, you about to. <laughs> yeah, so before I told y'all, it was 199. But we uh -huh. do. But, but before I start this story, 200 fucking episodes of this shit. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> y'all re really fuck. Like, y'all really fuck with us. I know. We're so thankful. <laughs> like most TV shows don't even make it to 70. Like 77, like 100 in TV show land is like the golden sweet spot because you can get syndication. Mm -hmm. So we are like a golden pot. We are a golden TV show. We have 200 episodes that you can check out at your disposal any time you feel like it. Wow. Wow. Not to mention all the extra content that we were making for Patreon. 
It's going to be mm-hmm. amazing. So go over to patreon.com slash Squire Saeed so that y'all can go enjoy all the extra Patreon episodes that we are currently making. We got some in the works. I got, I might, I'm telling y'all, it's going to be so much shit. Like I might just start putting up like 10 minute episodes of me just talking about random shit that, that pops into my head during the week. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. So yeah, make sure y'all, make sure y'all check that out. Cause we're definitely going to be flooding the streets with content. Absolutely. Because the quote the great philo- the, this this quote the great ph- the quote the great philosopher to quote the is it the quote the great philosopher to quote the great philosopher yeah, it is quote the great philosopher because it's one the quote the great philosopher I'm working on. Whew. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be dope. Like it's gonna give you like a nice history lesson. It's gonna con- I can't even tell you about it because I don't want nobody steal no shit. But it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good episode. That's gonna be a good episode. Y'all do not want to miss that. So make sure you go get our Patreon. But like, but yeah, but but like I was saying, tall people, let me know whether or not you have to deal with this because I feel like only us short people have to deal with this this walking around and being tribal. As as Vince Staples say, I, we always, you know, uh, short people look tribal. So I guess they be trying to see who who the fuck want to die, which one of us want to die. Like I guess I, I guess I look, just look tribal because I'm walking through the parking lot. And you know, when you walking through the parking lot, cars cars and Cars should primarily go slow. So as I'm walking to cross into the into the store, this little minivan come whipping through. So I jump back like, "What the hell?" Oh hell no! Right? And then like the minivan like slows down after it done almost decapitated me, but it doesn't slow That's down it. for me. Mm-hmm. So I go, I go, what the fuck? So I go, what the fuck? So as I'm crossing the street. <laughs> I see this. It was like this. It was like this. It was this older man, this redneck, and this, and, and the um the older man and his wife. So they trying to cross the street, and it's this um the the the, 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 the not the not the, the minivan. Well, I couldn't say minivan there. The minivan, the minivan. It was a like gold minivan. The mm-hmm. gold minivan goes. Burr, burr. What? To like this couple, to like them trying to cross the street, mind you, uh-huh. you already driving Super Saiyan fast. So I, at this point, I go, see, that's that bullshit. That's that bullshit. <laughs> and I guess, because mind you, you almost hit me, and I try to let that shit go. But when you um, when you started aggressive, when you start aggressively like trying to be, when you start trying to be aggressive towards old people, I'm like, come on now, man, right. So this motherfucker decide he gonna he gonna stop the minivan and gonna get out. Like you got a problem? I was like, yeah, I got a problem. You almost ran me the fuck over. Mm-hmm. Oh well, da 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 da. So then his friend got the car. I guess his friend thought it was gonna be like like he was gonna be enough to shut me up. So mm-hmm. he go so he gonna get out the car trying to look rough. So I said I said so what y'all so what y'all wanna do? That's what you what you wanna do. Oh, we can do what you want to do. I said, well, let's do it then. So then the back of the minivan opened up and another dude got the car, right? So mm-hmm. it's three people. And it was three people and it was this, and there's three people. So at this time, the redneck that was about to get ran over, he come over, he come over and I'm, and I'm looking at him and he looking at me. I said, you know, I can take those two. You can get him and then we can handle this. I said, this disrespect can be addressed right now. Oh my goodness. So at this time, it's me and the redneck. We done joined forces. We done do, we done joined forces. 
<laughs> to whoop these three people ass. So then this is this is where I talk about being tall. Because at first there was he was willing to go to war with me when it was just me. But then when the redneck came over, oh shit, I don't think I can go to war with you no more. Let me reconsider. Cause the three of them, I would have fought all three of them. I ain't gonna lie to you, I would have fought all three. Y'all know me. I'm fucking psycho. This is how you fight three people. You knock the first one the fuck out so that you can get to the other two by themselves. But anyway, you just hit the motherfucker in the throat. Just the FYI. Because you can't fight three people at one time. You can fight two. Two people at one time, cool. But three, you got to hit somebody in the throat. <laughs> Do not. But I am not. Just know if you hit somebody in the throat, it could, it could, it could, lead, to, to, it could, it could lead to wrong. It could, could lead to death. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. Don't do it, but nah, for real. So yeah, but two people, yeah, oh, most for certainly. So I be, so I do be wondering that, like, do tall people just like do tall people have to deal with this shit? Because, cause tall people, I feel like people just be apologizing to y'all because they be thinking y'all ain't pussy, but y'all be the pussies. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, yeah, you ever because you ever knows that like they don't be trying to tall people, but but then they be trying us, right? <laughs> So, do we got a problem? You just literally almost ran me over, bruh. Mm. Well, I'm glad you didn't get ran over, so. Right, nah, I wouldn't go get ran out of, yo, out of. You run me over, you better break both my legs, and I'm getting up. I don't give a fuck about I don't win the fight. I'm getting up. I'm, oh, let, let me, let me get up. Let me get up. I'm like the Terminator. It's going to be over. <laughs> but nah, he really like he really didn't apologize and like you almost ran me over. Then you was aggressively angry with like the older couple and and because you so angry in the moment, you hear me saying that's some see that's that bullshit. And you literally stopped the car and got out the car trying to fight me. And then you seen oh he want to smoke, so you got your head back in the car because you thought all three of you look oh you thought all three of you motherfuckers was gonna be enough for me to just shut the fuck up. But no, no. <laughs> I look. I, I don't care how tribal. I don't care how. I don't care about the gold shimmer I got on me, bruh. You can get your go. You can get your ass. By the way, fellas, when when Lady Godiva restocks her body butter, trust me. Trust me on this. Listen. Trust me on this. Get the body butter. You know how many compliments I get a day per about this body butter. Thank you. Get the oh. body butter, man. I'm telling you right now. Get the, the body butter. It's worth it. It's gonna be. It's a. It's a conversation starter. Hey. So yeah, so yeah, I get everything thinking because I'm because I'm a pretty motherfucker that they can't get their ass beat. That's the problem. That's crazy. But yeah, but yeah, so yeah, so yeah, it's always so yeah, it's always interesting. I've re- I never really, I, well, I have realized this. I'm like, I spend a lot of time on this podcast just thinking about how I'm almost always about to fight somebody because <laughs> motherfucker be tra- motherfucker be wanting to smoke, but then they don't be wanting to smoke, but then it be making me sad. Cause why you don't want to smoke? Right. Like you wanted it. Like, come on, man. Come get the come get what you ordered. This is Amazon. You ordered two days you order instant you order instant delivery and I'm gonna give it to you. Two hands right upside your face. Motherfuckers <laughs> don't be motherfuckers don't be wanting it though. They just be talking. Right. They be like, Oh shit, he, he really bought that. But anyway. Your Can friend you has something to tell me. I did, but on your the podcast? Fr- yeah, your friend, <laughs> your friend Doja Cat must be stopped. Oh, what happened? You seen that picture I sent you? 
Oh, yeah. She must be stopped. I just asked a simple question. That was not necessary. I just said, so you so you just went, so you just went that everywhere? And then this nigga goes awesome. Yes. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I, ain't asking, I ain't asking you no more questions. I ain't asking you no more questions. That That's was funny. That shit was hilarious because I'm like, what? I can't, I can't, I can't finish my whole sentence because I don't need y'all to know what the picture looked like. And then she get mad because she said I can show, she said I can show Lady Godiva, and out of respect for Lady Godiva, out of respect for Lady Godiva, I covered up things. But she said I can show Lady Godiva. <laughs> I don't think I could tell y'all what was going on in the picture. But I'm like, man, you don't get them fruit snacks the fuck up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my only question. Like it's like, oh, you got fruit snacks on the floor. What's what's up with that, girl? <laughs> and can, right then you can't even be low key on the internet no more I posted the Rihanna thing Rihanna follow you bro get the bro get the bro, get the fuck that ain't even what this post was about I'm like god damn I can't even we can't, I can't even have a laugh with y'all <laughs> creepy motherfuckers people get on my nerve they be dead serious too like why do you care like why do you care if she do what you, what you right. want I'm not gonna relay no message to her for you I damn sure ain't saying no stupid shit. Oh, tell her we need some music. No. You tell her you need some music. I'm not, I'm not the, what the fuck I look like? Hey, you know the internet. The fuck? No. I know. But yeah, you can't even share, I can't even share things with y'all. I thought, I thought my, I thought my, um, I thought my, my Instagram was like a, was like a secret account, but y'all motherfuckers be making the block hot for no reason. But it's just mm-hmm. some of y'all, it's just some of y'all. Not not you real ones. Y'all not you not you real ones. Not you real ones that listen to the podcast. It'd be the outsiders. <laughs> it's the people that don't follow the podcast. Cause if you listen to the podcast, then you already know that we tight like we down five four flat ties on the Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Worked on the fucking marketing campaigns and what like five Sanquan shirts at this time. Hey. She has literally wore Sanquan and posted on Twitter. She told y'all she's sleeping her roses for the lady shirt every motherfucking night. <laughs> that probably was cap, but I appreciate the post. Right. So so it's like, what do y'all think? So it's like, use your brain, fella. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, it's not a daring feat. She ain't like it ain't like she gave me a million dollars or something. Like, damn, why she give you a million dollars? And I probably I, then I even I wouldn't tell you that either. Cause they ain't your business. <laughs> Is you in my business? Is you in my business? Shout out to Miss Tabitha Brown. Yes. She's out here doing big things. Yeah, there you go. She the voice, she the voice that'll put you to sleep. <laughs> the thing, because she got the, the pro she got the deal with the um with the with the sleep place thing. Wow. I don't know what it is, so I do apologize, Miss Brown. But yeah, so anyway, I had a dream that we was on a world tour. But it was the mm-hmm. most dysfunctional world tour ever. But nothing happened in this dream to, that was dysfunctional, but a couple key pieces that I want to share with you. Okay. First of all, hey, SZA. We don't know SZA. I don't know SZA personally. I don't know what Lady Godiva knows. I don't know or not Lady Godiva knows SZA. But hey, SZA. We don't know you, but I would love for you to sing. SZA, I would love for you to sing your album over. Yes. I'm just throwing it out there. You listening, or somebody that knows SZA listening? Then you know, look, I'm I'm being like the people on Twitter now, on Instagram and shit. <laughs> you know, you know people, you know people really go through like like followers lists on Instagram and like message you and ask you why this person following you. 
Yes, I've had it. I've been asked that. Like, get your creepy ass out my fucking mentions. <laughs> They're like, oh, you cool and all, but, uh. <laughs> like, that. Like, well, fuck you too. Like. <laughs> oh, man, they weird. But yeah, Scissor. How you doing, Scissor? I cannot wait for it. I cannot wait for the album because Good Days. Um, hit different and that little snippet from T-shirt, a T-shirt. Oh man, listen, listen. But anyway, so apparently Sizzle was hanging out at the house. Okay. And I guess we were just cooling, like we were just hanging out, like we all were just hanging out at the house. Mm-hmm. So then her manager come pick her up. I don't. Again, I, again, I don't know what the I don't know what the fuck going on. But a manager come pick her up. And he goes, "Oh y'all, y'all live, you know, y'all living a really a very simple life." Thanks. <laughs> like it was like a backhanded compliment. Like I thought what, you, girl? like I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this supposed to be a compliment? Like I thought you would be living in a super mansion or some shit, but it's not a super mansion. Like what is going, like what is going on here? Like what do you mean we? Oh, you live a, you guys live a simple life. Like okay, thanks. And so anyway, so scissor, so scissor. So Sizzle doesn't leave, but she go, okay, you know, you know, I can't wait. She can't wait for the tour or whatever. Apparently, we, are, you know, Lady Gaga is going on tour with Sizzle. She can't wait. I want to, I want to say that I, I don't want to cap about the dream and say Sizzle played us some music, but I just know Sizzle was just chilling on the couch with us. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I guess we was playing the tour. Wow. But that ain't, but that ain't, but that ain't, that ain't the end of the story because it gets dysfunctional. Okay. So the tour comes and everybody mm-hmm. so everybody everybody on the tour bus. We all chilling on the tour bus. Why do Brett Michaels get on the tour bus? What? Yes, Brett Michaels gets his ass on the tour bus. Looking like all of nineteen seventy. 1980s like he just he got on the tour bus just sweaty and then he was like man he started aggressively making it like aggressively but nasty like making himself a peanut butter and jelly sandwiches Oof. and you know i don't know if you ever seen somebody make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich but just imagine somebody making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich but just being messy with it <laughs> like he had like he had no shirt on, he had a bandana, and he had like some skin tight like he had some skin tight leather pants on. It was like the most aggressively nasty thing I've ever seen in my life. That is so weird. Right? <laughs> and then everybody kept on coming up to us, hugging us and asking for autographs. That part wasn't weird. I'm like, okay, I mean Lady Godiva killed it on the world tour. Y'all just know me from the podcast. I don't know how the hell y'all ask me for Stop the autograph. No, Fashion Sync One. Whatever. Yes. People, people be taking I don't know Sink why y'all be taking <laughs> Y'all y'all be y'all be like, yo, can I take a picture with you? Okay. I be wondering what y'all be doing with these pictures. Cause y'all <laughs> friends ain't gonna know who I am. And that's just and that's that's just being real. Like I'm like Y'all gonna be like, yo, I met I met G show to work today. They gonna be like, who? Who that? But I do appreciate when y'all take pictures, I guess. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to get over. I'm trying I'm, I'm just I'm joking with y'all, by the way. If you do actually want to take a picture or autograph or whatever the fuck y'all be wanting to do, <clears throat> I am open to those. I'm not socially awkward. Lady Godiva tell you that I I would be even though I know I jo- I joke on this podcast I think it get I think the joke gets lost so some of y'all be looking in public and then you be scared mm-hmm. to approach because y'all think I'm gonna beat you up or something I'm not gonna beat you up unless you're <laughs> a dick unless you're a dick 
The end, you know, but no, a short people. It's just because tall people that listen to this podcast, y'all be like, man, they, he always talking about fighting because you don't understand when you're short, everybody try you, right? Because when you tall, if you bump into somebody, if you bump into somebody and you tall, they be like, oh shit, my bad. But when you short, watch where you walking, bro. What? Mm. So now I got whoop your ass. So now I got so now I got to whoop your ass because you think because you get think you can whoop my ass. <laughs> like it ain't even a Napoleon complex thing. It's just motherfuckers really will just walk around trying you all day. Yeah, because you look true. quote because you look quote unquote tryable because you're short. So anyway, I don't even know what's my but yeah. So I I'm I'm ready for the world tour. We can't go on the world tour with one with just one one artist because she 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 gonna get us kicked off the tour. She would get us kicked off the tour. <laughs> She would like mm-hmm. probably convince us to go streaking or some shit in the hallways of the hotel, right? And then, yeah, and, yeah. So yeah, let, let it get that. So that would be a great scissor TDE punch. Who are the fuck? It'd be nice if y'all actually listen to this episode. It'd be nice if y'all actually listen to this podcast because this is this is a great combination for a tour. If Lady Godiva goes on tour with Scissor, that is a great that is a great that is a great tour right there. And maybe you could throw Ke- Kehlani in there. Ooh. Ooh. Call it the girls. Oh my of, goodness! Call it call it the pretty girls of summer or some shit. Oh, it'd be, it'd be wild for real. <laughs> the butter, call it the butterflies of summer. <laughs> yo, do that. She go, yo, Kaylani. I know Kaylani <laughs> listening. You know, you gotta throw somebody in that that you, that you know listen. Like I know Kaylani listen. Kaylani, my nigga, my nigga. <laughs> my nigga, you you got the you got the scissor because you the glue you the glue to get the scissor in there. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? We're speaking it into existence. I'm gonna be hoarse because I fucks with I fucks with Kaylani's music. I fucks with Sister's yes. music. Then you got Lady Gadavi doing the poetry. I'm gonna be hoarse every night, man. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be amazing. Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty. Do- it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty dope. Yes, so, that'd be. I we need we need that we we need that right now. We definitely do, especially after this pandemic. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Man, we do. We definitely need that. We definitely we need we need that. Like I'm like I'm like now I'm trying to think how we can connect these dots and get this shit going. Like my brain, <laughs> like my brain is like, yo, this shit sound. I'm telling you, the butterfly. You can call it pretty girls of summer, butterflies of summer. Like I don't give a fuck what to call that shit. Mm mm mm. It would be, oh my goodness, it'd be crazy. I can't wait. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, that should be, that should be, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, let me, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. It'll definitely be an unforgettable 200 episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit, that shit, that, I'm, man, I'm thinking, yeah, let me, okay, we gotta get, I'm, I'm, cause that, that's, that's a good line, hey, scissor, Kehlani. <laughs> Set it up, one of y'all. One of y'all set the fuck up. Set it the fuck up. That's that's a nice lineup because they they blend they blend together too. They like all of it blends together nicely. Like if it was a trust tree episode, then I'll finish that sentence. But I'm just gonna say that all that blends that blends together nicely more than something else would have blended together nicely. Cause that yes. would not have blended that would not have blended together at all. Yeah, but I know. this, but this. Yeah, that's dope. How you doing? That's dope. <laughs> set that set set that up, somebody. Ticketmaster, Jay Z, somebody, Rock Nation. <laughs> but yeah, so that so that so that's that. 
Alrighty then. Well, I mean, I didn't got, my, I didn't got myself hyped now. It's a good dream. Let's go. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good ass dream. That that should have got me hyped. Oh man, yo. So what was it? Somebody, somebody, not somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody. But yeah, I don't even know what I'm about to say no more. I ain't got a lot of y'all. <laughs> I forgot what I was about to say. I forgot what I was about to say. Because now, now, now I can't start thinking about that too. I can't start thinking about Brett Michaels making a peanut butter jelly sandwich. I'm trying to figure out what the hell that's the symbolism right. for that is. Because he was just <laughs> slapping it on there too. Like he was just going to work. Like he was, he was just going to work, just doing it over. And like, what the fuck was the point of that? But yo, yo. What's up? You know, I found, I found my old rap CD from high school. What? Yes, and I'm gonna play it. And I'm gonna play. I'm gonna explain to y'all my rap career on Patreon. Yes, because yeah, that, because that's some. I'm not saying it's embarrassing, but some, it's some actually pretty good music. But I feel like if I'm gonna, that's that's the story that's gonna be for Patreon, y'all. That's some extra podcast shit. Because mm-hmm. y'all can get y'all can get that shit. Y'all can get that shit for free. <laughs> it's good rap music. I think a lot of you like, oh, it's gonna be bad rap. No, it's good rap music. The story behind the rap music and the and the, the certain amount of things that happen, that's a good story. So I don't want you to think oh, you about to hear some trash rap rapping. You gonna be laughing all. Nah, you be like, damn, that shit was hot. <laughs> Cause they played on X. They played on XM radio a lot. Wow. Okay, so you wasn't. So you wasn't here when when it first dropped because you was in the Grand you was at the Grand King. Oh shit. Tell your stories from Arizona. Uh, it was a really cool trip. It was very short, however, very um adventurous slash crazy. Uh within the very first twenty minutes of getting to Arizona, we almost got abducted. <laughs> That was crazy. What the hell? Yes. Um, well, okay. So we were hungry and we're like, okay, we're not going to sit at the hotel. We're just going to go get something to eat. And uh, we looked, you know, looked up what's the closest place to us that we can eat at. And it was a pizza place 13 minutes away. So we were like, okay, let's just walk, you know, because... It feels good outside and, you know, seems like a decent place. <laughs> Us idiots in the dark. <laughs> walking. La-di-da-di-da. We're walking with our eyes open, you know, just looking around, making sure, keeping our lookout. I think we, we kind of like drawn it to us because of uh, how paranoid we were. But as we're walking, some a car pulls up behind us like we we just crossed the street and the car pulls up behind and i turned around and it starts slowing down it stops and the lights turn off the guy gets out of the car and starts following us like fast pace you what know the hell? so we book it <laughs> <laughs> holy shit and luckily we were near the shopping center where the pizza place was because as soon as we got to the shopping place, the car, he, he got back in his car, somehow made a turn and pulled into the shopping center, got out of the car and started yelling for us to come to the car. And we, we ran into the pizza shop 
And we go in there, we're like, like, you know, scared. And we, we tell the guy um, at the register, he just gives us this blank stare. And he's like, what would you like to order? And <laughs> I was mad as shit, but he was a young guy, you know, I guess it was his first job or something. So his first whatever, job. inexperienced, you know, so we sat there or whatever, and he was out there for a good 20 minutes just waiting and so we had to get a lift back <sighs> that was crazy what the hell so yeah so you didn't see no scorpions no we did not see scorpions and it's crazy because it's hot but it's not like desert hot it is dry though the air is very dry and um, I think if I were to go again, I have to um, I, like get some time to adjust to the air because my nose bled Ooh. a few times. Yeah, <laughs> not nothing crazy, just dry blood, you know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so the next day we go, we go to the airport to get a rental because um, we weren't going to have that happen again. <laughs> and... <laughs> Because apparently we weren't in the nice side of town. Whatever. It looked nice to us. Lady Godiva but... will find the hood. No matter no no matter in the United States of America, Lady Godiva will always find the hood. It don't I even fucking end matter. Up in the hood. I don't know what's No matter where we go. I'm so serious. But um we go back to the airport. It's a two hour wait. We waited two hours to get this rental. Jesus, two hours? What the fuck was going on at this rental place? The way they have it set up. So um, first, the car rental uh, companies are all in one building. And it's it's at the airport, but like far. It's a it's it's very far away from the from the actual airport. so we're standing there and the line beside us, the, whenever somebody walked out with, you know, got, finally got the keys or whatever, they started clapping. <laughs> That's how long we were waiting in the line for the rental. And we booked it online, mind you, mm. but they didn't have those kiosks or whatever to kind of like get the paperwork. I don't know why they weren't organized like that, but, um, but yeah, the, the guy at the customer service, when he heard the clapping, he said, don't y'all start that because you could go wait at the four-hour line. <laughs> but... <laughs> Lord have mercy. Like, two... <sighs> Whew. Yes, that was crazy. Two hours. We got to know the people in front of us, behind us, wherever. We were <laughs> talking to everybody. But, um... And then we finally get the rental. The rental. Oh, my gosh. That shit. There was a funky smell coming out from the vent. But mm. we were so tired of waiting that we just went to the nearest store and got dryer sheets and stuck them in the vent <laughs> to kind of deal with the smell. Um, and we drove all the way to the Grand Canyon, which was almost four hours away from where we were staying. Oh, and the sun started going down. So, you know, me and sunsets, I love sunsets. And I was like, yes, we're about to get a great picture. But then uh, there was a moose 
just hanging out. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, people with their cameras and they just had to get a picture with the moose, you know. Um, but yeah, that delayed the process, but we made it just in time to like see the actual Grand Canyon and enjoy, take a few breaths, you know. And um, <laughs> so that was fun. They don't work. And, they don't work, Jesse. Yes. But the very next day, we got to explore downtown Phoenix, which is so beautiful. Um, I will definitely go back there because it is really nice. Uh, not where we were, but downtown <laughs> Phoenix. Yes, we would go there. We we actually. OK, so their pizza was so good. We ended up going to get pizza again, but it was from a downtown at Ziggy's. And so this uh, pizza shop has like this hidden um, room for like adults, you know, with play arcades. You know, there's a bar. I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> yeah, not that kind of. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So there's a dance floor. There's a bar. There's an arcade center. Like it, it's such a cute place. So. Um, that was fun. But yeah, we had a good time overall, you know, well, minus the hiccups. <laughs> well, that's great that you didn't, that you didn't get abducted. And yes. Thank you. Cause that would have been crazy. <laughs> I had to go to Arizona looking for you. Like that would have been like some damn FBI sci-fi shit. Like I'm looking for Lady Godiva. Have you seen her? No. Oh, no. How you have not seen Lady Godiva? <laughs> I would have found I would have found you and um that person who name we can't say I guess. Yes. I don't know. I... That's the, that's the homie too. She she know I go we ride and die for. To be real though, like I I would have put up a fight. I'm not even kidding. Like I would like to think you would have. I don't think you'd have been like, yeah, just take we kidnap you. Okay, cool. Let me get in the van. Oh, no. but let me tell you, when we got the lift to go back, the guy was like, because, um, you know, the my friend was like telling him that the what happened or whatever. And he was mm -hmm. like, not on my watch. I got some, I got a shotgun in the trunk. And we were looking at each other like, what? Like, <laughs> How is that going to help you in the first incident, though? Right. And he was like, I got a shotgun in the trunk. I'm so serious. Like, you know. That would happen on my watch, and and you know I'm glad you you got caught, you know lifted. How the fuck? <laughs> how's the shotgun and trunk gonna help anybody? I don't know. It was crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness, what a what a trip! But it was fun. I was I was glad that you know got there safely and came back home safely. Um, so yeah, thank you for asking about the trip. <laughs> no, no problem. But okay, so like I, so before, before, the other thing, since you wasn't uh -huh. here when it first came out, how do you feel about J Cole's new album? I was like, finally. <laughs> oh damn! Oh oh shit! <laughs> you back, y'all? <laughs> <Listen>, you like? <laughs> you think the album we've been waiting, but you owe us this album because me, yes. she was. Because Mishi said she liked For Your Eyes Only. And I'm like, maybe I gotta go revisit that shit. But I wasn't uh -huh. that big of a fan of For Your Eyes Only. 
Because yeah. you was like this, and you was like, when I touch you, you feel it, and then I feel it, you touch it, and then you love it, and you love it, and so we love it together, and when we together, we touching, and I want to be forever your cuffing. It's like, this is the fucking album J. Cole was born to make. Like, this is album of the year. I have not stopped playing off-season since it dropped. Like, I can't even play other things. Like, normally I throw in some Kehlani every fucking day. Y'all know I love me some Ariana Grande, and I just realized that we start this podcast and i don't got the soundboard up you ever start the podcast you, ever, you i'm talking to y'all like i start the podcast you ever just be in the middle of the day and you're like i know i did something i haven't did something today and then mm-hmm. did you realize what it is in the middle of the day like oh shit i left my garage door open so this i left the garage door open basically because i have no mm-hmm. soundboard available and i didn't think of that until we got um until we till we start talking about this ariana grande yo um, what Kaylana, we need a sound. We need a we need we would we would love a drop for the podcast. Mm-hmm. This is this is how we use our podcast affiliations for, for drops on them and shit. <laughs> but nah, for real, she need nah actually fuck that. Fuck the drop. Get sizz, get get the tour of scissor going. Yes. I want I want I want that I want that tour more than I want want to breathe. <laughs> actually I want to breathe so I go to the tour. Yo, we if that tour pops up, I swear to God. I know, right? It better pop up with Lady Godiva on it. Hey. Shout, shout out to everybody involved in this. But yeah, but J. And Cole. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be there. I'm just gonna be there. I'm. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to be part of the 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 pretty ladies of summer. I'm not a pretty lady. What the fuck? I'm just gonna be there. I'm just gonna be backstage. I'm gonna be. I, I'm not even gonna be backstage. I'm gonna be on the side of the stage because everybody performing us- is fire. You gonna give us our outfits? That's what it is. There you go. Dress I, us. Yeah, I just I dress everybody. <laughs> I bring the, I bring the fitted caps. Never mind. Let me let me stop joking. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I love how Kaylana was like, "Yo, I know I'm telling y'all I'm y'all I'm coming out the closet. Y'all can act fucking surprised. Y'all ain't got to my some girl. We know, girl. We know. Tasha, you coming out the you coming out the closet, but the closet was a glass. It was a glass. It was a glass box or some shit. Oh shit! I was crying laughing. But yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Congratulations, Kaylani, on coming out and living your truth. We are so proud of you, baby. We we are so happy. We are so happy for you in this next chapter of your life. I can. I would never have guessed that you like women. <laughs> it's not like on your songs you said nights like this. I just want to text you, girl, for what? Right. That's you gonna so say bad. you want me? You gonna say you want me? Then gonna switch it up? Yep. You did not make songs about women leaving you for some other man, or you or you wanted some other girl. No, you did not. Not you. That was not you. <laughs> You don't be, you don't be, you don't be flirting with these ladies. But yeah, that wasn't you, Kaylana. We were. I was actually, I was actually surprised when you came out and said that you was a lesbian. <laughs> Flabbergasted. I was like, oh, Kaylani, wow. But anyway, nah, for real, be for real. Shout out to her. But J Cole, this is the fucking. This is. I, I'm going ahead and let y'all know right now. Album of the year is J Cole off season like i'm telling you right now when the when the when the when the the year is over and we put out our when we do our end of the year list this is going to be the first album of the year this album of the year this is the album that we've been asking j cole to give us we wanted you to wrap your ass off and perfect it to the point where it was like a solidified like it's like it's no it's no nobody's touching this 
Like Kendrick, you can release an album this year, but I don't know, man. Drake might damn near just move his album to next year because Drake was supposed to drop, but Drake still ain't dropped yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who the fuck can't nobody compete can't nobody compete with this album this year. SZA and the only person that can actually compete with this album this year is gonna be SZA, and that's 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 an R and B album. So J Cole's still gonna have the best rap album of the year. There we go. So yeah, I'm so I'm really proud. I'm still listening. That motherfucker said, "Put an M on your head, you Luigi brother." Now when that motherfucker said, "Bullets be humming like Cuddy." Bullets be humming like Cuddy. Bullets be humming like Cuddy. The motherfucking um, um, yo spaghetti splashing. The the it's all the, the rapping on there is good. You got Twenty One Savage on there, man. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker said we see Twenty One Savage short, so Twenty One Savage believes in the same shit I believe in. Mm-hmm. All we will participate in. We'll squash beef. All we participate in the homicide. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good heart, so I send teddy bears to people every time. Every, so we send teddy bears to your mama every time we make your mama cry. <laughs> see, twenty one savage. See, twenty one savage. He he short too, so he so he feel how I feel when it comes to that. Like man, we always getting disrespected, so we won't won't deal with that squashing shit. All we believe is homicide. <laughs> but you know what? But you know what is deep? You know what is a great line for twenty one savage? I talked about. For for all y'all listening, I'm not about to really talk about this J. Cole album too much because we talked about it when it first came out, so I just wanted to get Lady Godiva's opinion on it. I don't even know I so I don't even know I'm doing too much talking about it. But I do like that twenty one savage line. I'm gonna keep on bringing it up because when that's a deep ass line, when he said, I gave my heart to all these dog hoes because that's who accepted me. Mm-hmm. I blame my father for that shit because if he was because if he was because if he was because if he was um <clears throat> Because if he wasn't a fuck up, he could have corrected me. Mm. And I was like, damn, that's actually some deep shit. Right. Because, yeah, your father could have taught you about the different types of women in life. And you could have stayed away from that type of woman. But your father was fucked up. So he failed you in Mm. that. And that's like the deepest failure. Because you have to learn certain women are not good for you. And that's right. a deep lesson you have to learn on your own if you don't have a man to tell you because you don't fucking know these things. Mm-hmm. So that was that's I'm like that's I'm like I, that's I'm like when you when I hear things like that I'm like damn I'm proud of Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage has actually done a lot of growth. He's got a lot of growth in his life. Mm-hmm. That's a deep ass. That's a deep ass. That's a deep ass line. That's a deep ass bar, y'all. I might I might I might expound on it one day on like an episode of a bonus episode of the podcast and like bring people on or some shit. You know you never you never you never know. And by the way, y'all, we're not having celebrities on the show again. I'm just throwing it out there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you let T Pain be on the show? Yes. But you said yes. But no. How can I you can donate you can donate fifty thousand dollars to the Black Negro Fund. You for it yes. <laughs> T Pain, I told y'all T Pain was on the show just for me to be petty. Cause motherfuckers told me, nah, that record ain't gonna work. Nah, y'all trying to put that out. Nah, G Shutterworth don't know what he's talking about. G Shutterworth ain't this. You think G Shutterworth know what he's talking about? Over me, I know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So people was people was really fighting tooth and nail for like that record not to come out. So the the way I had to finesse that motherfucking record into getting out. It deserves a call to the motherfucking Teddy Pender ass down so he could talk about his old management. 
Cause this old man, I don't know if y'all listened to that episode, but man, when he started talking about his old management and how he had to choke a motherfucker out, and I had to call legal, like, uh, can he can he say this on the podcast? <laughs> and then, <laughs> my Joni talked to them. They're like, dog, man, fam. It was like, uh, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, hey, if that would happen. And team file charges. Ain't no way to prove that shit happened. He could say what you know. Say so anyway. Anyway, I ain't gonna give y'all what legal said. But anyway. But yeah, that shit was crazy. Y'all should get y'all should definitely get that episode. Uh, y'all could definitely get that episode a listen. It's episode 198. 198, you Luigi brother now. It's the guest stars T Pain and Mishi. Mishi was filling in for Lady Godiva while she was at the Grand Canyon. Thank you, Mishi. It's a pretty it's a pretty good episode. Y'all can hear me talk about J. Cole album. Next time y'all hear me talk about J. Cole album is gonna be the album. It's gonna be the end of the year. I did not want to spend this time right now talking about it because I didn't want y'all to have three times y'all done heard me just salivating over this over this man album because I can't stop playing it. Like it's still <laughs> like I keep on getting in the car and putting it on. I'll work out and listen to it. Cause you know, pride is the devil. And I think he got a hold on me. Touchdown and paranoid. I put that over everything. Like he, like he, I don't even know what my favorite song is. I think, I think 100 mil is, no, I, my life is, I don't know what my favorite song is on there. Cause 95 <laughs> South, 95, the way 95 South just goes. Motherfucker said, I'm leaving so many shells on the ground. It makes the Easter Bunny proud. Like I'm like, this motherfucker. I'm still stuck on the bullets be humming like Cuddy. One of y'all hoodies be for spaghetti or splashing all over the driveway. Hmm. Like bullets be humming like Cuddy. One of y'all, one of y'all shirts spaghetti or splashing. One of y'all hoodies spaghetti or splashing. Cause he gonna get, cause he gonna get, cause the bullets are humming like Cuddy. So he's shooting the bullets, and they getting all over your sweater. So like spaghetti or splashing. So like how spaghetti or yeah. splash. Y'all man, nigga says you busting shots. We sending me y'all away. <laughs> oh my god like dude you like what j cole rapping about the ops <laughs> man you know how mad you gotta be for j cole you know how mad you gotta make somebody for j cole to rap about the ops right put it in the oh man you got dane limit dane litter on there he got the he got the altercation with p diddy on there how you gonna beat p diddy up and then have him on the song with you and then on the song you talking about beating them up they gonna try to word it differently the last scuff I had was with P. Diddy yeah we remember or not some of y'all don't which is fucked up because most people don't even know this incident and then when it came out it had to get rehashed by a lot of people and then y'all was like oh shit P. Diddy <laughs> Cause, cause, and I'm gonna tell them this podcast. Cause fuck, did it? Anyway, y'all should, y'all should go listen to the first episode of the Trust Tree. Then y'all understand. Like, then y'all be like, oh, 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 why I oughta? Anyway, <laughs> so the, so the, so the allegedly, look at that shots our lawyers. Allegedly, P, allegedly P Diddy was at a party with Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, and other and other celebrity friends. Mm-hmm. P Diddy came over to the section that J Cole and Kendrick Lamar in this is all alleged y'all and he allegedly had some words for Kendrick Lamar because of his control verse now if you don't remember Kendrick Lamar put out a verse that had everybody in the rap game in their feelings for no reason Hmm. I'm gonna be real with y'all this verse doesn't sound the way people perceived it to be and even Kendrick Lamar was like yo that's not how I perceived the verse to be Mm -hmm. 
He just, all Kendrick Lamar said is, I want to rap so well that I make your fans not want to be your fans no more. What the fuck would you like for a rapper to say in a verse? Right. He said, I got respect for you niggas, but I want to rap so well that I want to make sure these niggas, they never heard of you niggas. I want to make sure they never want to hear another single word from you niggas. That's a compliment. (laughs) I like that he shouted out Matt Miller, Big Crit, Wale, J. Cole. Like, he shouted out the real niggas. Drake, Drake, Drake got real light skin. (laughs) Drake got real light skin when that when that came out. He was in this. Drake Drake was the only person. Drake was the only person in his feelings because J Cole's like, nah, I got what the fuck he was saying. Even Big Crit was like, y'all talking about this Kendrick shit. Y'all keep on asking me to respond to this Kendrick shit. He ain't even really diss me on. I ain't grown with all this propaganda, rap shit by the real sounder. Everybody claiming they lyrical all of a sudden, but last year I claim y'all understand me. I'm burying niggas and pissing on their grave. A nigga, another nigga name on your chain, and they call me a slave. Big Crit got off of on Mount Olympus, but anyway, so apparently Diddy steps to did Diddy steps to Kendrick Lamar because he felt like Kendrick Lamar was being disrespectful to New York because he said he's he's king of New York. Mm. I mean, who's the king of New York, Diddy? I mean, it ain't Kendrick Lamar, but at the same time, were y'all really making any music viable to even for somebody to give a fuck about who could be the proclaimed king of New York at the time? But anyway, he got in his feelings about it and he stepped to J. Cole and he stepped to Kendrick Lamar about it. He tried to step mm-hmm. to him the first time and J. Cole, like, man, chill out. So then Diddy tries to pour a drink on J on um Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. What? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Look, look at me telling stories you don't even know about. Yes. He tried to pour a drink on Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. Like, you know, like somebody, you know, like you're just defending your friend. Like, man, watch out with that shit. So he like stops it from happening. And that's mm-hmm. when they get into like a little tuffle. And then allegedly daddy gets beat up. <laughs> I said, allegedly, I was not, I was not there that night. I know nothing of the sorts about this. I don't know what color anybody's wearing that night. <laughs> I don't know what club they was at. I don't know who was in the section. I don't know what non celebrity was in this. I know nothing about this, y'all. I know nothing about this. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, did it got beat up? Allegedly, did it got beat up? But yeah, so allegedly, this happened. I don't know why I'm laughing. You should laugh because that's funny. Kendra, like, because P Diddy always getting drunk trying to fight some damn body, man. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, he always getting drunk trying to fight somebody. Cause he slap, he allegedly slapped Drake up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, Drake, don't text me, man. I mean, it's all good. actually, you, fuck it, fuck it. What's up, man? Yeah, now, now, rappers text me. I'm like, yo, what's up with that album? Yeah, whenever, whenever a rapper Todd texts me about the podcast, I'm like, so you remember that IPO? <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Uh-huh. 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 But now you look, you can't whoop my ass. You, you, you can't whoop my ass. So love a boy. <laughs> certified black eye. Anyway. Yo, Drake, you got a Drake. I don't know what the fuck you dropping. I just know that I think I don't know or not Drake gonna drop this shit. I don't think like I'm being real with y'all. I have no insider information. I haven't spoke to them man about this. I don't know nothing about this. I'm just I'm just giving y'all speculations. Because this song this shit was supposed to come out in February. Mm. So and then you got so it's like so then then J. Cole come he come through he crushed the buildings. 
Some of y'all got that reference. Some of y'all didn't get that reference. But J. Cole come through and he crushed the buildings. So now, so now I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna release. I don't think. You, I think. I think Drake's gonna go through and he's gonna have to re-record some shit. Damn. Like I think, cause I, cause you can't, cause you can't misstep. Cause J. Cole mm-hmm. came out and it was, it was no misses. It was the bangers. Like no song on there is bad. Like normally an album come out and you're like, man, I ain't really feeling this song. He, no, no breath was left. No breath was left missed. You know, you know that a more beat that, um, a more that, um, what is it? That ba da ba riding in my skate and inside of my, mm-hmm. in the cake. On the road, that's my shit. You know, you know, you know. Um, Timberland made that. Timberland made that beat live on um Twitch. Oh wow! But okay. then he, but then he forgot to save the beat. Oh. And then he, then he got cocky with. He said, "Oh, because you know I didn't save that beat. Because mind you, this is why he made it. This is after he done made the shit. He said, "Yeah, you know." I didn't say that beat because I feel like I can do better things than that. And that beat was okay. That beat wasn't that good. <laughs> like when I make a beat, I don't want, when I make a beat, I want the beat to already be great. I don't want somebody to have to add greatness to it. I want to like, he talking cash shit y'all. Like he talking like big shit about this beat, about how it's, how it's mediocre. It's this, that, and the third. Mind you, J. Cole, hears the beat. He loops it. From hearing it on Twitch, so he remade the beat, but then he was like, "Okay, I didn't want to reach out to Timberland about the beat because I do that often. I reach out to somebody about a beat, I get the beat from him, and I never do nothing with it." So he said, "I wanted to make sure I had a song together, so I reach out to him about the beat." And Timberland was like, "Damn, I didn't, I didn't say the beat." Because again, Timberland like, "Man, this this shit is basic. Mind, mind you, this is a fucking great beat, mind y'all." Imagine making a beat that hard. You like, nah, this shit okay. <laughs> I I do better. I do better in my sleep. Like this okay. Like this okay. Like this I. It's I. I like it's it's okay. That's basically what this basically what Timberland did. So he remade the beat for J Cole. But man, that's some that's some good shit. Ba dum ba. I can't stop hearing it with ba ba ba. Riding in the skate. But yeah, so shout so shout so shout to, so to J Cole. Hey. <laughs> I, I I don't care if y'all don't like J Cole on this. I don't care who who listen to who don't like J Cole. You, you better get used to it, cause goddamn, this motherfucker made album of the year. Right. I I especially like when he was like, it's cause sometimes you gotta do it in front of a motherfucker's face just to show a motherfucker you know how to do it. Cause a motherfucker look you dead in the face and tell you that you don't do it on the level that you do it. So you gotta turn around and do it on that level right in front of his face so he know that there's difference between the real niggas and the fake niggas. Bitch is a difference. Like I was like, oh, I feel this. Lady Godiva know if there's one thing I bitch about is a motherfucker will think you're on the same level as them, but she ain't on the same level as you. So sometimes I gotta come through and do it how a motherfucker think they doing it, but they can be like, nah, I see the way you're doing it. There's no way I can ever do that. Right. Like that's I feel I feel I, I need to get that I need to get that framed somewhere. Cause that's the quote <laughs> of the damn century. Cause you gotta let these niggas know it's this difference between the real niggas and the fraudulent niggas. Exactly. Cause you ain't doing it how we do it, bitch. It's a difference. Y'all podcasters be finding that out quickly. Y'all be thinking this shit. Niggas be thinking this shit sweet. They won't never tell you. They won't never tell you. But they'll be making it past episode three. I'll be seeing it. Right. 
celebrities, they won't tell you. They be having these podcasts. Nobody be listening. Mm-hmm. But but people listening to yours, you, you're not even a celebrity. Okay. Bitch is the difference. <laughs> Motherfucker feeling. Y'all feeling be hurt because y'all be. Listen, nobody want to hear some of y'all talk, man. I'm I'm sorry. They be dumping they be dumping money into y'all little shitty ass podcast too. <laughs> they be dumping them them companies be losing money. Nobody cares about your celebrity status, man. I'm just being real with you. Because hmm. most of y'all lack intelligence level. So it's like I really don't want to hear you talk at all. <laughs> that's like that's like one and that's not even a that's not even a slight to them because y'all can literally go on any social media network and see that a lot of these celebrities doesn't 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 come with a brain. Yeah. So it's very rare when you see one that does have a brain. But yo, are you ready for that Soldier Boy versus versus Bow Wow versus? Is that really happening? Hey, 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 hey. You about Is dis- it? Are you about disrespect to rap legends? <laughs> I'm just asking. Yes, yeah, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow are set to bow. They haven't announced the date, but that's listen, 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 listen. I think because you're because you're around the same age as them. Uh-huh. That it kind of doesn't connect the way you think it does, but those are two rap. I'm gonna. T- I, I will argue y'all. I will argue y'all down on this, and I would literally make a whole episode dedicated to Soldier Boy and Bow Wow if one of y'all <laughs> try to say some crazy shit after this statement. But Soldier Boy and Bow Wow are are two are actually rap legends. No, I. I mean, at the when, yes, okay. <laughs> It's just it's just cause you're it's just cause you're around their same age because they done because both of them have done a lot like both of them right. have did a lot like Bob Bow Wow really was like a a phenom like he ran one of us apart Soldier Boy literally changed the way that we consume music mm-hmm. like he single handedly invented internet rap right don't tell him I said that because he will use that as a soundbite <laughs> and he'll be on the internet. I was the first to do this, and he'd be right though. He'd be right. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy, be like he the, he was the first to do this, that, and the third, and he'd be right. <laughs> Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy was the first of a lot of shit. He'd be right. Hey. So it's gonna be man. They play the hop up on my bed, turn my swag on, take a look in the mirror, say what's up, what's up, what's up, what's hey, I'm getting money. <laughs> Oh, they so they made some so they made some good music, man. Bow Wow can play "Let Me Hold You Down," "Shorty Like Mine," "Out of My System" featuring T Pain. Like it's some it's some it's some it's some shit. He can play that shit with Sierra. I ain't never felt nobody show me all the things that you done show me, and that's the way you feel when you hold me. You gonna always be. Why the fuck do I know those words? And it's it not even like a slight against him. I just remember when that came out, it felt like they were saying it super fast. Yeah. Or am I tripping? No, the, it really did feel that way. Right? Because I thought it was like, I ain't never said nobody show me all the things that you don't show me. But when I was just saying it just then, I was like, how the fuck do I know these words? Like, verbatim. Like, like no slip up. Right. I ain't never found nobody do me like you. <laughs> Freshers on me, you ain't right, you ain't right, you ain't bumping like I'm bumping, you ain't saying nothing, homie, you ain't freshers on me. See, it's like, because we grew up on, we grew up with them, it's kind of like you slighted. Right. Because you, because you, because you was in the impact of the music that you really don't realize how great these motherfuckers is. 
true. I keep on bringing up Vince Staples because Vince Staples was talking about how basketball is like one of his favorite songs or whatever about Bow Wow. And it's like when you first hear it, you're like, wait, what? And you have to remember like these, like you grew up like it's like these motherfuckers is iconic. We probably, right. we probably shouldn't tell neither one of them this because they're, they're going to go to their heads. But <laughs> they're iconic. Shout out to Soldier Boy. Shout out to Bow Wow. I am excited for this battle. <laughs> Hi, you know, bow wow wow, hippie yo, hippie yay. Well, my dolls that bog with me now, bow wow wow, hippie yo, hippie yay. Shout out to T.I. T.I. used to be like the writer for Bow Wow. My name <laughs> is Hair Nappy, but I'm happy knocking on the dough. Like, okay. I'm the flyest thing walking through your middle of high school, so make room next to your little battery poster. Cause bow wow here and it's over. You heard on this, on that, I'm all up in good with the big body shot, riding them dub. Why the hell do I know that one now? That one I have I have never listened to that song since a teen since, not even a teenager, since about twelve. Yo <laughs> Bow Wow makes some good music. I fucks with Bow Wow. Hey. Soldier boy, she got don't. She got don't. I remember Bird. I remember when Birdwalk came out. I remember. I remember Birdwalk came out and he performed it at um what was it um ninety five the beat bash or whatever birthday bash or some shit. I remember I was taking pictures and I was like doing doing like some some stuff some stuff for my swag magazine. So I was behind the scenes taking pictures and shit. And he gave me like a whole bunch of shirts to give away. And nice. these these fucking these little kids, man. I wish I I I, I don't know where the hell them photos at, but these little kids, they got these fucking photos. They got those fucking little bird walk shirts. They were so fucking happy. Oh. <laughs> them suburban, them suburban white kid. You know, suburban white kid loves about um soldier boy. Uh huh. Why do you bird walk? Why do you bird walk? Why do you do it? Ooh, why do you do it? Ooh. And soldier and uh, soldier boy was always putting his friends on. That was the great part about him. <laughs> is that he'll put all his friends on his the showstoppers and shit like he you know so showstoppers A-Rab um <clears throat> what was it Jabbar so he would he would put he would put his friend he would put his friend he would put his friends on so I I enjoy I enjoyed that I wonder if they gonna talk about that little brief beef they had <laughs> that shit was hilarious <laughs> that was back when you scream man, man y'all Google, Google just Google Bow Wow and Soldier Boy Beef that shit hilarious. Cause somebody gotta tell you young dudes that y'all gotta respect your elders. Okay, Pasa? <laughs> but you about two years older than the man twice somebody did teach y'all to respect your elders. What? <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> Go sit the fuck down. Then they can play Marco Polo together. Oh my god. <laughs> man, they made some hits. I don't care what nobody say. Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. Amazing. They can play Kiss Me Through the Phone. It's going to hit different now. <laughs> oh, baby, kiss me through the phone. Kiss me through the phone. See me when I get home. They made some hits. Like, I can't stop talking about this because they shockingly made a lot of fucking hits. Oh, man. Excuse me. That's they crazy. definitely did. I got me some baby, mate. I got me some baby, mate. I got, I got, uh, that's my shit, man. I used to, I used to play the hell out of that song. I used to wear a lot of baby mates. I remember, I remember Soldier Boy was performing at V103 and my brother had this motherfucker sign my fucking shoe. I wanted to murder this man. Oh my God. <laughs> motherfucker, what? Bitch, first of all, you, I know I don't even call people bitch, so you know it's intense. How the fuck? <laughs> 
you gonna goddamn get in line to get this man to sign something, and everybody else getting posters signed and shit. You gonna get this nigga my shoe, my shoe. I don't like this man like that. Damn. I only kind of find them shoes somewhere, but like, hey, bro, what the fuck? Why the fuck? <laughs> Got to bring up old shit to people. Why the fuck you? Why why why'd you add the man side my shoes? My shoe. <laughs> my shoe. I bet you I asked my brother right now. He tried to deny like he like he liked that dude. <laughs> we ain't gonna get him to crank that soldier boy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that inspired so many shitty songs after. Not so not not crank that soldier boy is a shitty song. But remember all the songs that came after. Crank that Batman. Crank that Robin. Crank that Roosevelt. <laughs> Crank that, you know, crack that granny panties or something. It was some crazy shit. They were making some bullshit after then. That's why I was like, he inspired a whole genre of music. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Retone, ringtone rap came out around that time. So he really, he really ushered in a new, a new era. Yo, ringtones was a wild ass time. It really was. <laughs> that was the dumbest shit ever. Like, man, especially when people text now. Don't, don't, don't I hate my phone ring. <laughs> I used, I, but I was stupid though. I had, um, <clears throat> I had D, I had, um, the franchise boy. Bitch, stop calling me. Bitch, stop calling me. I ain't gonna pick the phone up. I ain't gonna pick the phone up. I don't know why the hell I had that as a ringtone, y'all. Let you be te- let you be texting somebody. Bitch, stop calling me. Bitch, stop calling me. I ain't gonna pick the phone up. And then you could sign it to different. Pe- you could sign different ringtone to different people. <laughs> that was a wild time, man. Ain't nobody got it no was. ringtone on that. I don't even think they sell ringtones no more. Do they? E- I don't e- think so. Echo, do they still sell ringtones? Are you trying to shop for ringtones? Yes. For ringtones, the closest I could find is ringtones from the radio by Vincent Santino Smara, a print version. It's ten dollars with delivery by June. No. You can say buy it now at the cart or next. No, I don't even know what the hell she talking about. <laughs> ten dollars for a ringtone, you better kiss my ass for a ringtone. That made me think of North. The Kim Kardashian posted a video to watch she listened. She be listening to driver's license. <laughs> and North said, You don't even listen to that. <laughs> you just like free stuff. <laughs> oh, and then you posted and to make it worse, Kim, you was not on IG Live. So why did you post the video? <laughs> Thompson saying, Don't I listen to that song a lot? Thompson, speak up for the people who can hear you. Like, like, don't bring that man to these lies. You could, you could have just re-recorded the video too. Like, you didn't have to post the video either. Yeah. And y'all go get your, y'all go get your, y'all go get y'all go get Caitlyn Jenner, man. She said when she elected the governor, she gonna cancel cancel culture. What girl? And she gonna wake up? She gonna wake? She gonna wake the woke up? She gonna wake the woke up, Lady Godiva? Yo, Caitlyn. <laughs> I have never met somebody so trans. Yo, how K- Caitlyn Jenner is? I, I'm Caitlyn Jenner is a transgender transphobic. Some crazy shit. We living in some crazy some cra- times. Some crazy <laughs> shit. If y'all vote for Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, baby girl. I got baby girl. First of all, you said that you're gonna be a big advocate 
for the fucking transgender community. That was a motherfucking lie. And people remind me all the time on this podcast that, hey, you said she got a year to get it together. She don't get it together. You're going to drag her to hell. And I didn't drag you to hell because I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. But, girl, no. I'm not going to drag you to hell now either because I don't got the energy. Right. Fuck you. Nobody gonna vote. Hopefully nobody votes for your ass. You're going to wake up the woke. Girl, what? you going can- <laughs> to the, the Imagine the governor. I'm going to cancel, cancel culture. Girl, what? You need to worry about them fucking... For- you lit... You need to worry about them fucking forest fires. Cancel the forest fires. Mm-hmm. Fucking cancel the cancel cancel culture. Girl, so what, what you gonna do? Make a bill? <laughs> what? Like I'm confused. I'm confused here. How did that work? Like this sounds like straight from Donald Trump's playbook. Like he just texted you this <laughs> said post this shit. You was like, okay, cool. Is it gonna work? Do you see what happened for me? I got four years. I don't. Mm. Fuck Trump. I just want to throw that out there, y'all. <laughs> Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. I hope hope, hope YG is doing very nice right now. I hope he's living a great life right now. (laughs) So yeah, that 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 was that that was that. I'm just I'm just saying random shit. (laughs) I I had something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember what it was anymore. We could do the Akamel so that we can get up out of here. All right. Awkward mail. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the Archimel, where you ask questions and we give you the answers. If you are in need of a question or if you just want to say hi, or if you're Donald Trump and you would like to never mind, I don't I don't want you don't don't send us no message. Donald Trump, you are I don't I was about to say if you're Donald Trump, you would like to get some advice on how to be a better person, but Donald Trump don't email us. You're banned from emailing us. You're banned. You are banned. (laughs) <laughs> You're fired. They fired. They really got Donald Trump ass up out of here, bro. I'm so proud of America. <laughs> like, I ain't give a fuck. I would have voted for a fucking potato. Just get this motherfucker <laughs> the fuck up out of here, bro. They'd be like, oh, Joe Biden not doing what he... I don't give a fuck what Joe Biden do. Is Joe Biden about to cause World War Three? No? <laughs> well, good. Because that's... I'm like, dog, I done told y'all... I done told y'all on this pod... I done told y'all on this podcast several times that politics start on a local level. I don't give a fuck what the president of the United States doing long as he ain't making it difficult for everybody because Donald mm-hmm. Trump making it difficult for everybody so if a motherfucker making it difficult for everybody he's putting out in his place he was putting in a place a whole bunch of bullshit so it's like I don't give a fuck with Joe dude Joe can spend his days reversing everything that Trump did I'm more, I'm more worried about the local level what John mm-hmm. Osak doing what Reverend Warnock doing so that's what I'm worried about man now, what y'all should be worried about on y'all local level is what the fuck they doing in the communities so they can better further assist the education system in America. Because we watch some shit, and man, I tell you, it's very clear that Americans are just dumb as fuck. I know, it broke remember, my heart. Remember that reaction? Motherfucking Lady Gadot was speechless to watching that um, dumbest Family Feud reaction videos. Yeah, because, uh, you know, other countries are laughing at us. Like, what the fuck? It really is fucked up. They said, other than, the, other than America, where do people think sexy men are? This motherfucker mm-hmm. said, the United States of America. Woo! And people clap. That's the thing. Like Clap. Like, she just made so much sense. 
It's sickening. America, get it together. That was like, dude, you got You can't do better. So you can't. You can't know better till so you do better. So, I got this educational system. As much as I think the educational system is trash, it need to be conformed and rewritten. And we can't rewrite it if we just keep on writing it off. Mm. So yeah, y'all, I'm 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 doing something about that shit. Goddamn, <laughs> fuck this education. We can't keep on teaching everybody the climb a tree. We can't keep on teaching everybody in the animal kingdom to climb a tree because what the fuck is the elephant supposed to learn? Mm-hmm. That was deep, y'all. I know, I know. People should be like, yeah, motherfuckers should be adapting. They should be adapting to people's learning patterns instead of trying <laughs> to push that narrative of going to college. Learn what the motherfucker good at, and let's steer them in that direction. Right, motherfuckers be liking motherfuckers be liking the um the fixed cars, but y'all motherfuckers be telling them they could be a mechanic. <laughs> oh, you go be a doctor or a lawyer? God damn! I mean, doctors or lawyers are we go get in society? <laughs> that was that was really the thing in school too. They t- they didn't tell you you could be anything else. Right. They made it seem like everything else was beneath it. Like if you weren't a doctor or a lawyer, then you then you beneath. Mm. Mind you, engineers and shit out here is this. But anyway, let's get to this Aquaman for depress y'all. <laughs> All right, here we go. Somebody asked me a question. What? All right, okay, here we go. Lady Godiva, mm-hmm. how could a guy go about telling a woman she looks beautiful in a picture over text? We are dating casually, and she posted a picture of her at a wedding. I would do it in person, but we aren't meeting up for a few days. I was thinking, I find it only fitting the light is shining on you, considering how gorgeous you look in that dress. Or that dress is beautiful, only fitting the light is shining on you. It literally is. Does that sound creepy or come off too strong? That's my biggest concern. She genuinely looks great. LOL. You could simply just say you look great (laughs) in that picture. Um, No, thank you for this email. That was so cute. But um, yeah, don't overthink it because then it, it sounds rehearsed and just, you know, be thoughtful. That's all. Like. I find it only fitting the light is shining on you considering how gorgeous you look in that dress. That I mean that's sweet. That is sweet. So simple is better. So yeah. <laughs> that was so cute. Oh, and he only asked for your advice, so I don't have no opinion. Nah, you could you could pitch in. No, I don't got no I'm just saying. Yeah, that's you don't have to overthink it, dog. You casually dating this woman, so she's already so. Yeah, you can reinforce that you do think that she's that she's beautiful. You can tell her she's beautiful. It's not gonna right. be creepy. That would be creepy. It's, it's, it wouldn't be creepy if you was a complete stranger saying that. Exactly. Like it's not like it was like, damn that ass, all that ass in no jeans. <laughs> like you're saying something like that. Like like if you like if like if you you can only be dating somebody and say some shit like that because then they'll know you're joking. But if you but right. yeah, so you so yeah you're to, so yeah you're totally in the right. You told you're totally okay. I do I do I do understand how the internet can fuck you up to thinking that you can't you shouldn't say things to women. But right. but I can see. But you can't. But you can't. Either one of those work, dude. Yeah, she'll she'll appreciate the compliment. 
All right, on to the next one. This one's lengthy. Here we go. I am in a toxic living environment and I don't know what to do. I, 19-year-old female, have been dealing with an extensual, um, I'm sorry, what? Okay, crisis for a long time now. I don't know if I still want to go to college for the degree I'm studying for. I'm not happy with my current job and I'm dealing with depression and anxiety. I'm currently being treated for these things, but I don't feel any progress. I have a boyfriend, 18 male, who lives 1,000 miles away from me. I've known him for seven years and have dated for a year now. I told him how unhappy I was with my current situation and him and his family have offered to take me in if I wanted to move. I mentioned this to my parents and immediately got a negative response from them. I work with my mom. So when she started venting about me to our co-workers, they started hassling me about leaving and telling me to stay. This stressed me out. And I go into an art, I got into an argument with her at home about it. And it resulted in her not talking to me for a week. When she finally started talking to me again, she and my dad started making comments about my weight. Whoa. Saying I look fat, have cellulite that I needed to work out. This obviously hurt and made me feel horrible about myself. Today, the comments continued when I went to get leftovers from the fridge. My mom said, you're eating again in a harsh, judgmental tone. I went to put the food back in the fridge and she asked why I wasn't going to eat it. I told her that she said what she said pissed me off and I grabbed a glass to get water. I don't know what I did to provoke this extreme reaction, but she lunged at me and started hitting me. Oh my goodness, it started hitting me in the face and pulling my hair. I ended up dropping the glass I had in my hand and my dad ran into the kitchen to break up the fight. She told him that I was just looking for excuses to get mad at her. And when I told him why I was mad, she kept saying, I never called you fat. I never said those things. He basically told me that it doesn't matter and said, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. When I started crying and arguing back that I didn't appreciate being talked to that way and getting attacked like that, he basically defended her actions and called me mentally disturbed for the way I was crying and getting worked up about it. My mom kept saying that all my problems stem from my boyfriend and that I'm ruining my life for him, which I disagree because I've been unhappy the way my life has been going long before we started dating. This fight is honestly the final straw for me since I don't know how much more I can take. I have a feeling they're doing what they're doing and saying these things because I mentioned I wanted to move out. My mom doesn't drive and I do, I do. So she'd be losing a ride to work and her appointments if I were to leave. And my dad would have to take her to grocery shopping since I usually take her. I don't know what to do in the situation or if I should take the risk of moving out and living with my boyfriend a thousand miles away. I don't really have any family close by that would take me in. I only worry about finding a job if I were to move and having means of transportation since I can't take the car I use because it's not in my name. My boyfriend's family 
wouldn't be charging me rent. I would just need to help with groceries. What should I do in this situation? Ah, this is, this is crazy. This needs to stop. Um, so many parents, especially in my age, age range, um, forget that their children are growing up in a different generation, first off, and they forget that we don't own our children. They do not belong to us. They simply came through us and we are here to guide them. They do not belong to us. So, and that, and the other thing we've mentioned this before in the, on the podcast, like, you know, they look at us as, uh, someone to fulfill their dreams that they didn't get to fulfill in their lifetime, you know? Um, so you've answered your own question. Really? You should make that move. As long as you know that he is someone that, uh, will not harm you and that you guys really have great communication and willing to work together. Because I'm sure they'll understand a thousand miles away from home, you need time to get yourself together. So I'm sure they have that in mind. And also, you're right. Um, If your parents, if you're the only child and you're the one providing these means for your parents, you're, 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 you know, shaking their world, per se. And that's not fair for them to try to keep you from living your life. So you go do you, you know, and they'll be okay. But yeah, what do you think? My granddad, I'm going to tell y'all a story. My granddad, may he rest in peace. He tells, Mm -hmm. he always tells me about how when he was younger, he had to get away from the, he had to get away from the town that he lived in because, you know, toxicity and shit like that. He said they moved to Atlantic City. And he said him and his friends, it was like five of them. He said they moved to Atlantic City because they couldn't take it to live in that small town they lived in. Mm-hmm. They moved to Atlantic City. And he said there was this, this, this nice lady. He said, I'll never forget it. It was this nice lady. She let me and my five friends stay in this house of hers rent-free till we got jobs. He said it took us like three months to get a job or whatever. Because, you know, she was, because the first, he said, like, the first couple months, she just told us, have fun, don't worry about job, don't worry about that, you know, you're young, don't worry about that, don't worry about that, I got y'all. So he said, he said, so basically, he was, like, talking about how he was able to start anew and be able to live a life and have a life because of the generosity of somebody else. So mm-hmm. I say this to say that, you know, his life turned out to be pretty nice. He met my grandmama. You know, shit like that. So he was a nice, nice man. Nice, nice man. Nice man. May he rest in peace. So I say this story to say, I I say this story to say that it might present you with an opportunity out of the toxic, out of the toxic household that you're in, that you should always take it. Trust mm-hmm. me. Trust. If you, you ain't going to trust nobody else, trust, I ain't going to, just trust me. 
So it's like whenever your opportunity gets presented to you to go out of a toxic household, let the mm-hmm. universe, let the universe help you. Like you were saying, you won't have to pay rent because they understand, hey, you're going to be somewhere new. So they're if they're allowing you to not do these things, and you and you're not and you're and you're going to use it to your advantage and not use it to take advantage, then by all means, please do that so that you can mm-hmm. be. Because this sound like a this sound this honestly sounds like you're somewhere. And they know that they fucked your life up. So instead mm-hmm. of them helping to fix your life, they fucked your life up. And instead of them apologizing and trying to do better, they're leaning on it because now they didn't use you as their crutch. Right. Because that car should not even be in their name to begin with. Hmm. So they set you, so they keep on they keep on constantly setting you up for failure, but society has tricked you into thinking that because somebody birthed you, then naturally they want what's best for you when that's mostly never the case in society nowadays. Like I know it's I know it's taboo to talk about it and a lot of people try to shame people for not loving their parents, but it's like a lot of these motherfuckers fuck you up mentally and then they mm-hmm. make it seem like you they sabotage your life to the point that you think that you did it. Right. They'll move you to the middle of nowhere and then they'll be like, Well, why you got a job? The fuck? Mm-hmm. How how then you be like, How supposed to get to the job? The same way I got to the job. They 'cause old people love to hit you with that. I right. I, I didn't have no car and I got around. Well, you also lived in the city, like what the fuck? So anyway, the don't let them sound like if you got a, when opportunity when the universe gives you an opportunity to leave somewhere, you take it. Mm-hmm. Cause the cause the worst the worst thing that can happen you gotta move back with these toxic motherfuckers or the worst thing that can happen is you get to be happy I know I know being happy it seems like a foreign concept to you at this time but trust me when the universe presents itself with an opportunity for you to leave it then you should leave it because this uh, because when I tell you you owe no obligations to these people these people have been nothing but harmful to you just because they let you live inside a household is the least that they can do for fucking up your life. They literally fucked up your life. Your mom's codependent on you. So now she's so now she's sabotaging you so that you can so that you can so that you can feel free without feeling free at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like you're free without being free. Because she done psychologically tied you to her. So yeah, please right. break so please break free of these people at your exactly. quickest convenience. Go go move that move 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 away. Move away. Save up that money when you move away you know, contribute to their household like they're asking for and just make it so that you never have to see these people again. Because honestly, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what anybody say. Motherfucking, what they say, blood thicker than water till you get to the mud. So it's like, you don't got to, you, you owe no obligation to these people. A motherfucking, always remember that somebody, always remember that the person that made these shitty rules about families, they just made that shit because they probably was the shitty people in the family. They're trying to gaslight you into thinking that you're supposed to do better by these people. But these people are your fucking parents. They don't want to supposed to do better by you you didn't mm-hmm. ask you didn't ask to be here you didn't ask your daddy your mom to have sex with each other unprotected right you didn't get to choose you didn't get to choose wh- wh- where you came from so at the end of the day you gotta do what the fuck make you happy because when them two die you stuck with the decision that they made if you don't try to break free of them right and you're 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 at a young age where you're just starting your life out so you and, know and they and then they gonna get and trust me the Toxic parents don't just wake up and realize they're doing you dirty. They double down on that shit. And they know they do, they're they doing you dirty. That's the thing. But won't admit it. 
Exactly. That's why a lot of parents be like, oh, a lot of parents be trying to hit you with that. Don't be bad talking to me. I'm grown. Like, you grown. You grown. Yeah. You're a grown fool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do, I do apologize that you have to deal with that as a parent. That you got to go through that with your parents. But I hope that, I hope that you get away from that situation. And hey, you know, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but real quick, like, I wanted to say before I forget, you know, like, a lot of parents like that don't don't concept the idea of karma and it doesn't come in the form that they think it would because a lot of them you know their children leave them like this young lady could possibly do any day now and they're left in a new world it's, you know, we we thought we were living in the digital world. It's it's headed much deeper now, and you know they know how to they know how to survive on the street. But when it comes to paperwork and the way you you know, like filing your taxes and working mm-hmm. and everything is changing big time, mm-hmm. and they're look they're sitting there looking stupid. And they're not going to be able to survive that. They're not going to evolve. That's that's the biggest karma that's going to come to them. And so they they better humble themselves. Exactly. They treated you like shit. Now it's your time to fly. Yep. So do what you got to do. Don't look. Don't don't think too much about it. Don't feel too bad about it. Trust me. You making the right decision for your mental health because it ain't gonna get no better. And on that note. This is the end of the Akamai Noted Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We do this each and every Wednesday. New episodes of the Akamai Noted Podcast. <clears throat> a Squire plus Saeed pro- Company production. Make sure you check out the Akamai Noted Podcast on all social media. That is the Akamai Noted Podcast. Unless you're looking on Twitter, then it's Minority Awkward. The com is where you can find all the episodes and the uh, screaming services that carry us. I have no clue why I'm talking in this monotone voice right now. <laughs> but yes. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next week, or maybe we'll catch y'all this week on a Patreon episode. You never you never know! I might wake up one day and drop 50 episodes. Not, I'm not going to drop 50, y'all. <laughs> I might wake up one day and do two episodes of the Patreon, so you never know. Hey. But yeah, alright, y'all. Peace. Good night. Good night, y'all.